Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I'm Andre DePuisto. I'm the founder of Lone Wolf Portable Tree Stands, Lone Wolf Custom Gear. All right, well, we got Dan on the line. And I started thinking, I probably shouldn't have shared those pictures. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, guys, we got Don Higgins on. Um, anything that's got to do with uh, chasing big deer, I've got my hands in it somehow. So. Well, my name's John Eberhardt. The first one that comes to mind was early in my career. I'm Scott Buckley from Iowa. Um, I had jumped him in the summer, too. He jumped up in that swamp grass down in the bottom lake. And, uh, yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm chasing it. There ain't nothing stopping me. Justin Hollinsworth, I'm with Whitetail Addictions and uh, Lone Wolf Custom Gear. So what are we talking about tonight? We're, uh, we're talking about the one that got away. We talked about a deer that we didn't get it done on for some reason. Um, so uh, go ahead and get into the story of the one that got away. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast, episode six. Still know what episode number we're on. We had to talk about it before we recorded this. <laughs> we're straight, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think we're straight. Yeah, I think we're good. Someone's like, six was last week. Um, but yeah, we have Chansey from Whitetail Adrenaline on. Um, we're talking about a buck that he has on video that he didn't get it done on. So um, episode six of an absolute legendary public land buck. Mm. Um, the one that got away, we talk about, you know, we talk about the whole story, which is crazy off the wall. And like I said, this is the Zoom call where he's reeling in bass on the episode. So there's a brief pause in the episode coming up where he is reeling in a bass. He's out bass fishing while he's recording with us. Like I said, we took every means necessary to get these podcasts out to you guys. So you're so. not going to stop Chansey from reeling in a bass. Yeah, I don't care a, who's, he is who he what's is, going so. on. All right, let's get into the people that make this possible, get into the show. Um Let's start off with Last Breath. What you got for Last Breath over there? Yeah, one thing that uh, the team did is we put a Would You Rather question, which is um, also incorporated into their hunt cast. 
um, on the back end of their YouTube video. And uh, so we were asking you guys a question um, related to the video and then also into the HuntCast. We're also asking a would you rather question. So we really like your guys' feedback and um, these are pretty fun questions about uh, hunting scenarios and, you know, would you rather do A or B? And um, it's always fun to hear like um, our audience's opinions on a certain situation and uh, see how, you know, you would handle it or what you would choose. And uh, just to engage and, and get a few of you guys out a little more, you guys get to hear us, but we can't hear you. So um, this is one step that uh, them guys have brainstormed up and uh, try to bring us all closer together. All right, I got right on, right on optics. I'm going to talk about the one primal scope. Now, in my opinion, this is their whitetail hunter scope. It's a three by nine. That's perfect for hunting for me. I mean, that's that's my go-to. Um, has a really budget-friendly price tag. Um, has the crystal clear Riton HD glass. Um, integrated with the same throw level that I was talking about on the previous scope. Um, operate the zoom through, through three through nine. Um, comes with a one-inch tube and cap zero reset turret, so you can reset your scope really easy. Um, this is the best in class with a really good value, and it's still backed by the unlimited lifetime warranty. So if you're looking for a good all-around whitetail hunting scope for the Midwest, I feel like the 3x9 is the go-to. And uh, that is the one primal, and you can check out them at rideonoptics.com. Exodus Trail Cameras. My sheet here says doe bedding and pinch points. I love that. We're getting into the prime time. Uh, time to be a whitetail hunter right now and um one thing that we really like doing is hanging them cameras uh not necessarily in the doe bedding but definitely right on the edge or um, a really good trail going in and out of there and we know if you can get a picture of a buck that you want to shoot and this is where it comes in handy to have a render out there um if you want to if there's a buck in there that really piques your interest and it's in this time frame here you got a really solid two and a half to three days to still catch him in there with that doe or that uh, doe family group. Usually does are hanging out like two, three, maybe four in there. So you got a good chance he's in there making the rounds or he's got the one pin down for a little bit, really waiting on her to come in real good. And, um, you know, just having a render out there, sending that information directly is uh, a key component to that and something we bank heavily on here at this time of the year. So, yeah, um, you want to know what the does are doing that, that time, this time of year. Exactly. I mean, that's, that's the power, especially, I mean, it's getting, it's getting limited. A lot of those have already bred. So you're getting down to those nitty gritties right now. So you need to get in there. And if you find a doe that's hot, there's probably going to be more than one buck on her at this point. And, and let's not sugarcoat it. Some bucks have been shot already. Yeah, yeah you know, I mean, there's, yeah. we're getting down here. Yeah. So, uh, Exodus five years no BS warranty, theft and damage. ExodusOutdoorGear.com. All right, I'll hit you with the black rifle code. Code Whitetail Legacy gets you twenty percent off your order if you're looking to get that warm cup of coffee in the morning before you go out. Late season is coming quick, guys. Um, use code Whitetail Legacy gets you twenty percent off. Next level deer supplements. Uh, get your supplements out. They're going to need to be recuperating from the rut here. So uh, you can do that at nextleveldeer.com. And the Badlands Code. We still got that, guys. Still active. Reach out to us. Any social media. Um, we can get you that discount code directly to you. And you can get purchase yourself some new Badlands. Backed by that lifetime warranty that we love. 
All right, guys, let's get into the show. All right, we got the herd bull himself, the absolute magnum piece, uh, Chancy. He's out there fishing on his boat. If you guys, you got to watch this video. This is the most <laughs> epic Zoom call I've ever had right now. Uh, guys, just. Hey, well, I kind of, actually, I'm not going to lie, I kind of forgot about it. I'm like, oh, I need to come <laughs> here. And then I'm like, oh, shit, I got to be, you know, I got to do, you know, got a, got a meeting with you boys. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm not going to well, we we appreciate it making it happen, man. Whatever it takes, and if if we gotta we gotta watch you fish all night to get this podcast recorded, we'll we'll in the game for this. But hey, I can multitask a little bit. I'm not very good. My girlfriend think that I'm a good multitasker. <laughs> Same time. Like yeah, well, you can drive a van and spot bucks better than anybody I've ever seen. So that's gotta be worth something. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, that's fun spotting them out of the van. I mean, I, people think we're crazy, but that is the most. There ain't no no other vehicle that 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 go coast through the gravel and just smooth and just <laughs> like. I mean, it's like you're in a Cadillac, you know. You got hella room. You got, you got yeah. The tires move and the van don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got hella tire problems on that show, dude. <laughs> I told him, I said, this is uh, games for children. I'm sick of messing around with this junk shit. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to have to. It's all fun and games breaking down and fun for the video, but I'm going to tell you right now, I ripped my damn hair out again. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I got to get something that's solid. I'm trying to kill bucks yeah. out here. It's all fun, but you start breaking down, you know, twice a day. I mean, this is, okay, we're here to kill here. We're here to uh, be mechanic. The, uh, call it, what, do you call, what do you call that guy uh, back in the day? They used to have the. Uh, tool time tool time yeah <laughs> out here tool time show sometimes we kill buck most of the time we're fixing teaching how to fix your shit on the side of the road yeah <laughs> but exactly. uh for the list some listeners that don't know who you are give a brief introduction of of who the the herd bull magnum piece is in in the everyday i don't know if i'm a herd bull i'm still a satellite i have no uh, offspring or children so <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm from, Hey, I'm from Southern Iowa. I love the deer hunt, fish hunt and, uh, you know, just live life, man. I mean, I'm blessed with the art talent. I'm an art wildlife artist. That's how I make my living and, and, uh, working on all my other crazy products, like, uh, my big buck ruiner and my crank wraps product and chasing my, uh, dream to be a professional bass fisherman. And, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm chasing it and there ain't nothing stopping me. Maybe a, a, a beautiful girlfriend that I got might slow me down just a little bit, but yeah, you got to have room for them. A little room. You got to have a little wiggle room. She's an amazing woman. Yeah. The uh, the artistry is amazing on the turkey feathers. Like that is something a skill that is amazing to me. Yeah. Definitely. And then completely chasing your passion not only deer hunting but just doing whatever it takes to make shit work and that's something that you just do every day and there's people that are like oh i live full sin but i'm like dude chancy lives full sin every day dude is always out there slaying a giant or slamming bass traveling over here doing this and you're always positive there's never a day where you're like ah screw this man i'm not you're always you're always out there trying to make it happen that's right. No, I try to be positive. You know, yeah, everybody has their little negative moments, but yeah, I try to, I try to be positive. I might get pissed in the moment, but I'm, I'm always, there ain't nothing that's, you know, I've never thought that I would fail or anything like that, you know? So it's like, yeah, I, I'm always trying to be positive. I mean, you know, if you're negative, I mean, where's that going to get you? Yeah. Well, that's something that you do not do very often is fail on those. You're always yet there getting it done, but 
we wanted to have you on this series just because you are, are an absolute killer. You always seem to just make it happen on a giant every year, a couple giants, and then also helping other people get on giants. And yeah. uh, I was watching your videos, and I was like, man, the one that got away series, this story on your guys' video needs to be – everybody needs to see this if they love hunting because it's just so epic. So let's get into the story of, of the uh, the bot antler buck is what I like to, <laughs> like to, like to call it. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, that that. Oh, ooh, we got a fish here, boys. Oh heck yeah! <laughs> Just ready to rip yeah, on the story. Yeah. We got live action. We got live action. Oh, there nailed him. Oh, boy. Look, looks like a decent one. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, it's like November tenth. Somebody's watching yeah. this. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a nice one. That's like a three pounder, isn't it? Maybe a little better. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You're right. I mean. I had a tournament out here a couple weeks, so I kind of had an idea where they were. But no, nice. Oh, there you go. Hell yeah. Yeah, you caught on a podcast. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is the best Zoom call I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Can't beat that. <laughs> I'm ancient beauty. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you guys are just if you guys are just listening to this, you gotta you gotta get on the video. This that one it. did not oh, get away. Yeah, that one did not get away. He nailed that sucker. <laughs> That sucker was yeah, down there just. Yeah, sorry boys, I had to get I had to catch one there. For oh you. no, yeah, man, keep going. Hell, this is be- this is the, one of the best podcasts we ever recorded so far. <laughs> I know where they're at now. Yeah. But yeah, I'll tell you, dude. I've dreamed. If 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 nobody has seen the 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 video, I've dreamed of having an opportunity to deer like that. We all have. I mean, and you know, to tell you the truth, we've you know thousands and thousands of miles cruising to visually see a deer of that caliber is hard enough right and you know that, that, that's a special one not and you know, i mean you want me to start the story from the beginning yeah. how everything yeah there yeah okay, well i shot my big one in iowa okay shot the big one out of the canoe yeah epic hunt. epic as shit yeah crazy story and uh that was that was probably that was probably one of the most fun hunts I've had that with a bunch of silly shit that it, where it actually worked out, you know, and which is pretty amazing. But we shot that big buck and, and obviously I wanted to get the hell out. I wanted to get out to Kansas cause I wanted to be out there and spend, spend enough time out there to get an eye on a good deer, you know, and, and obviously to, you know, to kill that one early in Iowa, I think I was hunting like three or four days when I killed that big one in Iowa, you know, low one seventies. And, uh, so we packed our stuff, literally got the damn thing, uh, dressed out. I packed it all up myself. I usually like to bag it all up and put all my, the, the steaks and one, you know, in, in Ziploc baggies. And then I pick, take all the other meat that I do want to use for burger and I have it off to the side. Then I'll take it to my processor, you know, but I want to get all that shit done. Cause I'm going to be gone for a month in Kansas, you know? So we got her, we got her skinned out. We got her skinned out and everything got all of our stuff packed up and you know we're we got a big one on the ground so now we're really really positive and we want to go try to get another big one you know i mean obviously you know it don't always work out but hey we got a good start going you know and um we head out to kansas we got there pretty pretty late in the the evening so we we're going to start fresh in the morning and i had my cameraman was matt zanell if you don't know who that is He's one of uh, Jim Shockey's main cameramen. This kid's been all over the world. The most amazing cameraman I've ever have 
had, you know, around me or that I've ever met in my life. This guy's on a whole nother level. There's a lot of people that can film, but when they're in the situation, uh, he just knows what to do. And, and I don't even have to look back there. Yeah. You know the amount of, the amount of deer that you guys get on film running, like, I'm like, man, these guys are nailing it. Like, cause we film a little bit and that shit is hard to get. It's hard to find them for one thing, but now they're moving out there, ripping, and you're on them. So, yeah, he's definitely crushing the game. Uh, you know, and another good guy, another amazing guy is John Adams. I can't leave him out. That kid's, he's, he's an amazing cameraman, too. If you've, you know, you've seen John. And yeah. Yeah, we've met John a couple of times. Yeah. He's, he's awesome, too. But, yeah, so Matt was with me on this trip, and uh, we're heading out to Kansas, get there late, like I said, all jacked up, kind of a, you know, we're going to start fresh in the morning. We get out there. I'm, I'm fumbling around looking for my antlers. Well, this is early November. I mean, it's time to, to ride, you know, cling them horns together, which makes some shit happen, you know? And, um, I ended up, uh, not ha bringing my horns. I left them at the cabin. So here I am, you know, prime time, rattle time and no damn horns rattle any, any deer in. So obviously we pulled up to the, uh, we had kind of a, a slower morning. Um, when we got out there, just kind of looking around and we kind of started actually a little bit late. We didn't start right at light, but you know, shortly at kind of probably after the good movement, by the time they pushed their does to the, where they're bedding and, and stuff like that. And we actually, um, was going through this little town and I was like, just pull into this coffee shop, you know, and it just, I don't know. I don't give a shit. I'll talk to anybody, you know, I mean, you can't, you talk to one of these old farm, you can't tell me them, them old boys ain't got a couple damn horns and yeah. stuck in Tyler. Yeah. Take these some bitches. There. I'm sick of them. <laughs> yeah. right? Literally I let it, I went in there and there, you wouldn't believe it. it was almost like set up. Like it was like, I'm like, Oh my God, I see these four guys over there drinking cop them old timer in there every morning. You know, they mm -hmm. are it's that old school. Yeah. We got, we went in there. I said, what I said, uh, any of you boys happen to have some, uh, deer antlers. You'd let me, uh, you know, you'd like to sell, you know, which it was kind of, they kind of took that the wrong way. Cause I'm sure they get a lot of shed hunters wanting to buy their horns and, and all that. And I said, listen, I, I was like, I just want to, I just need a couple horns to, to use for rattling antlers. I'll buy them. You know, he's like, ah, oh, you can borrow them, but bring them back when you're done. You know? And I'm like, no problem. You know, I'll bring them back. I don't need these damn sheds. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He's like, when I get done with my coffee, follow my ass to the house. So that's what <laughs> I did. We followed him to the house. He's a retired mailman, retired mailman. And, um, we actually uh, get to his house and he's like, ah, follow me. And, you know, he walks out behind, he had all these big ass sheds laying on the, on the fence there. And I think I filmed it with my cell phone, didn't I? I kind of forget. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. Matt didn't have, no, he had, he had one of the, the Sony cams down, down low film and handy cam or this, the action cams. And we get up there and he had these two big giant sets there. And he's, I was like, man, and I grabbed him. I'm looking around. I didn't want, they were too damn big and they weren't, you know what I mean? They weren't. They weren't good rattling horns, mm -hmm. you know. And I was like, I don't want them. And he kind of, I think that kind of like, okay, they ain't just after, you know, you know, if I give them them big ones, they might just take them, you know, yeah. I didn't give a shit. So anyway, I seen this nice little, I think it was an eight point set, grabbed them and they were like hollow, dude. These things have been sitting on them <laughs> for, had to been probably shit who knows how long i mean they were bleached if they, i picked them up and i felt like i was picking up horns off of the damn uh bow target they were so light <laughs> i'm like what stupid you know and i cleaned together and they're like dong 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 but what am i gonna do 
not yeah. take them, you know. All right, yeah, I'll take these. These will work. I'll bring them back and I'm done. He said, no problem. Then I just set them back out on the fence. So we took them, Bastard. I said, and on the way, I don't know if I got into the van and I told Matt, I said, listen, I said, we'll probably rattle in the biggest deer you ever seen at these pieces of shit. <laughs> and I literally tied, we had an old cell. I didn't have no string or nothing. I had an old cell phone cable that jumped out on me. I mean, we, we get one a day, you know, these say don't make a good one. Give me a shout <laughs> if you know. And I one in, tied it on the other, and I had two damn, my two horns, and let's go to battle, right? Slipped into this first spot, and we actually been in there before and seen a, some action, nothing crazy, a couple decent bucks, one that I probably would have shot. And we slid down in there, and what it is, it's a big river bottom, okay? And it, and it goes up into a big private piece, but there's a lot, there's a little section there that, you know, they could possibly push a, a doe up in there and get up onto the public. And we set up on the one spot and, and got him, you know, where I thought he could get a good, good video of where the, but if I did rattle one in, if he's going to come down wind, you know, cause we love doing these sets on the ground and especially in new pieces where, you know, if you just, it's almost like turkey hunting, you know, you go to a spot, cut cut there oh no none gobble keep going well you just slide down in these little spots get downwind of the where you think they could be and almost when you think you're too close or when you just almost back off of that because you go in there and it just takes one dough blow up through the whole thing and it's over you know after that usually so we like to stay back well i slid in there got along the river kind of just tap dance around the edge of it and got him got him right in the right behind me there and you know where he was hid where he had a big tree behind because i mean these guys are using these damn cameras to look like you're holding a human over yeah i know <laughs> giant things out there you know what i'm saying oh shit good luck i mean you gotta you gotta really be you know dialed in you know where you're setting and, and or at least get out of the angle of where the deer can see it you gotta make sure you have something behind you i mean you go sitting there it's gonna look like a damn ufo or an alien right yeah. there you know what I'm saying? Off of NASA there. But so we're, we're literally getting set up and uh, I rattle and these, these horns, I mean, I'm like, this is, this is annoying me. I get annoyed really easy with stupid shit. And these horns were junk. Okay. And I'm like, I don't know. I just felt unconfident um, right out the get, right out the gate with using these horns and nothing. Had. I gave it about 10 minutes, nothing came in. So then I, I moved up into the juice, you know, like we'll do it one more time in here. We're down here already killing time. First, at, you know first mid-morning i think it was about 10 o'clock 11 o'clock or i don't know somewhere in their mid you know midday where you know there could be some cruising but they're probably bedded down they've been chasing all night you know partying with the ladies they want to take a little rest through get up into the getting spot and it just uh, it felt good but i just like i don't know if these horns are gonna work you know stupid i mean they don't give a shit as long as they hear something clean, clean around. Oh, that ain't real horns. You know, some of them maybe get rattled back by people. Yeah. You know, maybe this public, maybe this private piece down here, maybe they got a thousand guys down there in tree stands rattling every every five minutes, got them blown out of there. You know, who knows? But we're gonna hit the horns. So I hit the horns, and um, I let probably it was probably I don't know exactly what it was six seven minutes, nothing, and I'm looking up where they're going to come from. I mean, it was, it was a river bottom. So, I mean, nothing's going to come behind us unless something crossed the road and came in behind us or something, but most everything was going to be out in front of me. So I could see, you know, and I had an idea where I thought they would go. Cause I've been down in there before and I kind of seen how it was laid out and it just looks big bucky in there. And 
I let probably six, seven minutes go by and I'm like, hey, I'm going to hit him again. Hit him again, just in case maybe one heard it. At a di- I love doing that on the ground. You know, if, if nothing, if you don't see nothing within that six, five, six, seven minutes, hit him again because you might've had one long range in. And by the time you got done, he got into that 150, 200 yards. Now he's like, okay, where, where in the hell was that? You know? And then you kind of zone them into where you're at. And I'm sitting there, I get on Onyx. I mean, I have the, I, you know, I wear those uh, Wrangler stretch fit pants at Walmart, the best damn pants, no yeah. demand for oh, yeah. what we're <laughs> in their 21, 21.99, son, out of Walmart. Dan Burns got me on them. Uh, you seen Dirty Dan on there? Yeah, on the video. Anyway, he got me on them. He's he's a he's a he's a cloth a clothing guru, so he always finds all the best deals. But, anyways, he uh got me dialed on them. Well, they got a little zipper pocket, you know, just like your the Sidka pants and all that expensive shit. They got a little zipper pocket. Well, I pulled my cell phone out of there, got an Onyx because I'm like an un- feeling unconfident right now that I ain't gonna rattle nothing in, and I'm looking to um see where i want to go next in the middle of the hunt stupid like completely lost my confidence there at that moment like i mean when you're in the zone i mean we get on the phone a little bit we're in the middle of the hunt you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah stupid I'm telling you i would have not got that phone out we could be killing the mega giant we would have killed that deer I, I really do believe it so anyway i'm on my phone i look on there 30 seconds and i look up and i i'm like oh shit i'm like matt right there and i mean i didn't know it was a 200 incher but it looked 170 plus i get to see the big mass you know the cage i've seen a lot of big bucks i've been around caught a lot of nice big bucks in and this is the flavor you dream of boys and in the video you know you don't get to see all that stuff because he's you know he he got on there so he didn't get really you don't really capture none of me we didn't have the other camera on me doing a lot of the other stuff you know what i'm saying me moving well i was on how was i i was standing up i was originally standing up and he's like i'm on him i'm on him you know and i'm it's dead calm okay this deer's i don't know how far he was to get first when i first seen him probably 45 yards you know and i'm just like he's looking right well he's seen my damn literally my my head move you know what i'm saying but he don't think he he obviously he don't know that i'm a human he just heard two deer fighting he sees the decoy that we did put out and he sees my head move and to him i know this is what he thought oh that's the other buck i see the the buck here which is our decoy he sees me see my head move oh and we're through the brush you know we had a good setup kind of and he could see he could see my head move so i'm like oh my god he just thinks i'm he thinks i'm the the other buck and he looked away and i snort wheezed real quick i don't know if you heard it in the video and boom and as soon as he, he and then he zoned in right where i was at because i know he's he's gonna pay attention right where he's seen my head move so i gotta make him think i'm i am a buck you know and i snort wheezed and he started licking his nose and if you boys all know when they start licking their nose he was calm he 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 you know, he, he's pretty much like, you know, you know, who's down in here jib jiving my ladies down here on the dance floor. You know, he, he ran that show in there and he, he definitely, I could, I knew that he was going to calm down and send, he just put his ears back and he started kind of doing this little walk. Well, the wind, this is downwind. I was set, I was set up for him to come up along the river. Right. So I could kind of, you know, he, I had to shoot him from the river lip the, where the river comes up and where I'm at, I could have just a slam dunk shot. 
Oh, he's coming. He's up when he, he already know he already, when they see visual, they, oh, they don't give a shit about coming downwind all the time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He, he, he wanted to come up wind to me because he's seen visual. He sees the decoy and he's seen my head move. And then I start wheezing. He's, he's going to come up and see what the hell's going on. He's not going to go downwind. Like he don't see nothing. So he's coming, he's 35. And I'm, I'm like, shit, I got to get down because the brush is too thick there. I got to get down low where he's coming into and he's coming. I come down on one knee and he's getting ready to stick his head, like come into the clearing. And I drew, I drew back cause he was coming pretty, you know, pretty good little walk. And I drew back. And as soon as I got right here, boom, he locked on us and he's his, all of his vitals and everything are in the brush. Can you guys still see me? Yeah. There you oh, go. Yeah. Your, your photo popped up. Yeah. Nice. We blacked out. Yeah. B bought me. So pretty much I'm on him. And at the camera angle, you know, when you could see it on the video, you're like, I mean, there's a there's a hole like that. I mean, trust me, if I would have had that little peekaboo hole, <laughs> yeah, he would have been slid in it. Yeah. There. Guaranteed. I had a little bit thicker area. I could, there was no, trust me, I'm a professional at finding an opening. And I wasn't, oh, I need this perfect shot because nothing perfect ever happens. If I got a little, little softball hole, I'm sending it in that sucker. You know what I'm saying? To make sure that's either, either you do that or you don't, you don't kill a deer, right? Yeah. So sometimes you got things that aren't a hundred percent ethical, but it's making shit happen. And I, mm-hmm. I if I would have had an opening, I would have let an arrow go. Well, He's, he's right there in that brush. All of a sudden, I'm down low. Like, if he would have kept going, dude, 30 yards, 210, 215 inch on the ground. Well, he spins. He, he turns, starts going back. Now he's he's he didn't see. He couldn't see us or, you know, see a deer where he's seen me move. So now he's going back to the decoy. He said, I'm going to go see what this punk's got all about. Well, he, he starts coming and I'm like, shit, I can't shoot from down on my knee. I got to come up like, cause I, he's, he's going right where I, you know, wanted him to go. So I had to, I cut, I started coming up and I'm cramping, dude. I mean, I had that bow draw back. It seemed like forever. And in, in an awkward situation, I'm cramped up. You wouldn't, I mean, you guys been, have your guys ever been in a situation where it's just like, yeah. you know, yeah. it's like, shit. Yeah. and it wasn't that I was like buck fever i was just like oh my god i don't want to screw this up you know what i'm saying and he starts coming coming into the dance floor to, to where i could shoot him you know he's got another three or four steps and i'm like i gotta get up i mean i gotta get up he's so zoned in on the decoy now and i start sliding i start coming up and i'm so damn cramped and the edge the cam of my bow, bow rubs against the the edge of the tree and he's already kind of a little bit weird about where our our placement is you know what i'm saying He's seen something move over there, ain't seen nothing, seen nothing. So he's just kind of like something little funny going over there. And if anything silly happened, I'm out of here or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, I rubbed that cam against there. Um, and then, like I said, it was dead calm and just a little, and that thing just bolted, you know, if it was, if I had a little wind, I don't think he would have heard it and he would have went in there and I would have, I would have, I would have came all the way up and, you know, decked him, but yeah, that's all she. That's all she wrote, man. It's a big. And then obviously, I thought it was a man, 170, 180, and Matt's like, dude, I think you're gonna. Yeah, he was like, man, I think he was maybe a little bigger than that. <laughs> and you're like, really? You're gonna, yeah. You know, and, and in this situation, hey, I you can't be you can't shoot or clear shooting lanes. You know, if you yeah. got a little limb, you can reach out and get. But I'm not gonna go walking over there and breaking limbs and cling clinging around. It was just a you know a quick setup, and it didn't work out, boys. I mean, 
I, he caught me on my cell phone. It, I think he would have, he would have came straight to the decoy right through that little opening and I would have killed him right there. And if I would have just stayed stand, uh, standing up, but you know, I look back at that and I probably wouldn't have done that because he was going that way and I had to get down, mm-hmm. you know? So just, it sucks, you know, it's a beautiful deer. And then we had some other run-ins with him that it just didn't work out. And it wasn't meant to be, but I think the deer's dead. Um, I had a guy reach out to me and found some sheds that he found. And then he, he found a, a few, um, there was, I think there was a, a, like a kill, like an EHD or something out there. And I think some, I think, I think he found the deer dead, like with the, he was shed out cause he found the horns and like a couple hundred yards later, he found a big buck dead, you know, without the horns, but he found some other bucks dead too. So it's a bummer and i think that the buck that i ended up petting in the video yeah i think he either had a head damage because he was 100 fine i some bitch was running wild i mean he seen a vehicle he was running over the mountains well we lost visual of him for three to four or five days or whatever and then all of a sudden he was goofy that day when we ran into him and i think he either got in a head damage from fighting or something happened but i think i think they got a disease out there and it killed him off because places we went back out the next year obviously to try to kill that deer and the places where we hunted, I mean, where we were seeing 20, 20, 30 does, like one to two to zero. So something something happened, and I think there was a big kill in that area. I really do. Because that guy that was shed hunting, he said he found a lot of dead deer. So it was yeah. a bummer deal. So I think that big bastard's dead. Um, it's a shame, you know. We should have killed him. Yeah. But we did. That's how it goes, man. Yeah. Those small, small mistakes. But like, I'd have been the same thing. I'd, if I had these white, you know, chalky antlers out there banging around, you know, you gave it a shot and you're going up, you give it another shot. And then you're like, oh, I'll do it one more time. And then it's just like us, you know, after you rattle, you're in the game for about five minutes. And then if nothing shows up, you're like, all right, you know, nothing around, you know, we can kind of relax or maybe you know, set, hang my bow back up, et cetera. And you're doing the same thing we would have done, you know, ain't, ain't, ain't shit happening right now. Let's try oh, to man. try to make something happen and find a place to go, you know? And, and he came in, even in the video, you could tell he kind of come in in some really thick stuff where it was probably hard to see that deer, even that close. Cause that I mean, deer did to me jungle Jimmy boys. Yeah. <laughs> Literally jungle Jimmy punked me for all the times i make fun of people on their on you know in their tree stands or anybody on their damn phone oh yeah i got punked bud yeah it's a bummer yeah it is a bummer man and if like a guy like you i mean just coming off a high killing a 170 and you know people don't see that video but you guys drop the camera most people would have been like all right let's go back regroup you know, we done made a bunch of noise in this creek, and you're like, hell no, let's just go get another camera, and we're coming back out here, boys. We're going to make this happen. And there's very yeah, few right. people that have that, let's make this happen. And that's why I've always been like, dude, if there's anybody out there, spend a, a week of, in the rut. I don't even care if I was hunting. I just want to be like, oh, yeah. You know, it's just – and then, and then you know, you guys aren't afraid to party afterwards. Everybody's trying to kill a big deer and then, and then celebrate, sure. right? You know what I mean? And – Seems we, like you know we hunt hard but i mean we have a good time i mean we live this life once let me tell you hey i'm living how how i mean i could set the damn hook and all of a sudden a damn lure come up and hit me in the forehead and drop me dead in the graveyard yeah. you know i i i mean i'm living right now you know and if i ain't having a good time i ain't doing it yeah i mean obviously i'm 
I'm fortunate with some of the stuff I, you know, with my art talent and stuff like that, I'm able to do, you know, wake up every morning and do the things I love to do. And, you know, I mean, I gotta, I gotta keep caught up with everything, but yeah, I'm very, very damn blessed. And, and, and to be able to be a part of what Jared has going on. I mean, I'm not into anything else really. Like I, I always told myself, like, I, I dabbled with that back in the day and Jared tried to get me to do this stuff for a long time. But I, I was like, I told my, you know, in, in my own mind, I'm like, what he has is very unique. And I really like what he's got going on. I, you know, I, I could be a part of that. Yeah. And he talked me into it after I lost enough ground. Yeah. I did a little podcast with the, the public hunting guys too. And uh, the, the hunting public. And I told him that story, but yeah, that was, yeah, it's just unbel- unbelievable, unbelievable. Um, how things work out and the people you meet and yeah. the adventures. And I take advantage of every opportunity that comes my way. You know? Yeah. That was, that was the very first one I've ever watched was the first season that you were with him and he was hunting and you were driving around just kind of looking at bucks. And I was like, dude, this guy fits in perfect for what they got going on. They could not have found a, a, a you know, a better peg to fit in the hole of, of another guy out there hunting. Cause just your like your slow your slang and your slogan it's like it's what that show needed to just take it over the edge and that's what makes it for me you guys are out there killing giant bucks in random ways which is awesome but it's just the enthusiasm of hunting you know what i mean and even you guys are driving in the car and it's probably like your seventh hour in there you know and you finally see one and it's just you guys jack me up dude and i've been i've like people watch it for the first time i'd be like i've been telling you for years this shit is next level like you gotta you gotta get on it you know what i mean this is some off the wall stuff so no we have a damn ball man i'll tell you it's uh you know i miss you know obviously he'll shake shay he's he's doing his bar thing and and uh, I, I miss hanging out with him and stuff he's a wild bastard too and and all that jazz but yeah no it's uh you know, when I first started doing there that, that first year, I told Jerry, I said, we're going to, it's going to be a wild season. I could just, t- I just knew that when me and him started, we, if we did had a hunting season together, some yeah. wild shit. Yeah. And then know, some like, wild oh. shit did happen, man. Yeah. Well, that's like the wildest oh, it's insane. Yeah. Insane. I, locate that deer and then locate him again and then kill him the way you did. I'm like, this is nuts, you know, and epic, but crazy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so- right there i can regroup here boys but yeah no it's you know i i don't know i mean when did you guys when did you guys start bow hunting did you got did you go with your dad did you have your your family and stuff go yeah my dad never like, went i started when i was eight and then just started bow hunting forever and then i killed my first deer with a bow and then i picked up the gun later and killed an ass load of deer with a gun and then just started killing everything with a bow that moved and then now of course you're starting to just try to kill the deer, and that's where I'm failing. <laughs> we get lucky every now and then. We kill a few good ones, uh, you know, every now and then that we're targeting. But we get emotionally attached to deer. That's our problem. We get we get emotionally attached. And my girlfriend was trying to. She's gonna have to wait. <laughs> She's gonna have to wait. But sorry, well, beauty woman. Yeah. Well, we we won't keep you too much longer, man. We appreciate oh, yeah, you coming you on. Me. And, oh, I was gonna say. Me, I'm, it looks like I'm trying to do something, but I'm not. I'm just here, just trying to maybe catch a four or five pounder. Here <laughs> oh, <for you>. yeah. <laughs> one up the last one, but yeah, uh, there wasn't very many down there. They probably they're and this place is beat up, so I, I doubt I'll 
I could get another bite there. I'd have to throw the, I'd have to throw the drop shot down there or something and get them. Get them fired you know, up. Them. Yeah, get yeah. a little tease going. <laughs> I'm throwing the old Apex shaky head right now. But, but heck, yeah. No, I mean, I don't know what to tell you, but I love bass fishing and bass. I mean, I love to deer hunt. Thank, thank God that they don't collide. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. Yeah. So it's kind it of the same it's kind of the same thing, man. You know, those big it bass, is. they're really hard to find. And yeah. When you do find them, you get that adrenaline rush just like a big giant giant buck, man. I'll tell you what's crazy is the style how me and Jared hunt is so much like tournament bass fishing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're is. cruising, you're, you're scouting, you know, you got little areas that maybe you want to pay pay attention to a little more. Um and you know, you it's it's a it's pat, you know, you're it's crazy it's it's almost like you're dealing you know you're dealing with other people hunting public you're dealing with you know uh you know farmers next to the 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 public and stuff like that just like you're dealing with another fisherman you know be bopping on a spot where they seen you the week before type of stuff so i mean you're dealing with all these crazy situations you're almost putting more things in the way to success but it's the it's the only style that I know that really makes something happen. You know, you're making your own luck happen. And a lot of people think that, man, they're just, I mean, we're seeing a lot of deer. A lot of them are on private. We're driving by and we'll see a nice buck on private. But, I mean, if it's on public, we definitely let everybody know that that, that deer is on public, obviously. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go after them. Those are the ones we're after. But when, you, when you're seeing all these deer, I mean, we're driving two to three, four hundred miles a day covering all that ground to build even some days you don't even see one public private whatever you don't even see it you know a shooter that you'd be happy with and you're driving that many miles during the peak of the rut i mean yeah you're like usually, yeah, something's you're off yeah good, you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but all the years of hunting out of the tree stands you know all the years of hunting out of the tree stands you, you you're stuck to that that one spot and you know, there might not even be a deer there. You can't kill a big buck if the big if a big buck's not there. Yeah. So this is, you know, you're we're driving. Oh, there's a big buck. Guess what? We're hunting a deer that we know's there. Yeah. Yeah. That that you first season, you were like, man, this good. is this is the where it's at. This is some Cherokee shit out here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hell oh, yeah. Man, dude, I was like, I'm like, holy shit. This almost reminds me of like coyote hunting. I love to chase coyotes. It's one of my. I grew up doing it, and this is almost like high paced and action and. I mean, I'm warm. My feet are warm. I mean, I'm yeah. wearing tennis shoes in the minivan, dude. I ain't freezing my ass off out there, not seeing deer, which is, you know, hey, those were good times. I still might do a little tree stand hunting someday if I if I buy my own ground and, and stuff like that, you know, and get a landowner tag and, you know, kill a big buck out back, you know. But, I mean, this is this is the style of hunting that I love to do, and and I'm glad I took Jared up on the opportunity to – to uh, film with him i don't know how many more years he wants to do it i mean uh, shit i mean i'm gonna go as long as he wants i might not be able to pull 30 40 days but uh, you know i'll give him 15 yeah. 20 days to go kill one yeah one thing about it man is you know you are always in the chips because you don't already seen that buck out there highlighting you know yeah you're like he's in yeah. here he's yeah. not like he's... A, on the neighbors you know you're going into hunting or maybe you could be on the neighbors maybe you could be on we just seen him in here like yeah. he's somewhere around here yeah. so exactly yeah, no, it's here. Let me get my damn knees are getting tired. Yeah. Uh, no, I'll tell you the, uh, and especially when you find one like bedded, 
that's like that's the i mean you see one bed down and then you're going in after him on the ground that's that's probably one of the best moments of all time i think have yeah. you guys ever snuck up on one on the ground bedded no never have i've been talking to him about try, just going out <laughs> and doing some radical shit even if it was with a muzzle loader or something just to have the, just to have the experience like that yeah. you need to, i mean it's unbelievable feeling i mean that that one that you remember that the the big giant mainframe eight pointer that john adams filmed me killing yeah. there wasn't a lot of footage of him laying there just because i'm like dude we can either jack around and get a bunch of crazy you know national geographic footage and not kill this deer or we just kill we're gonna him, kill yeah. this deer get in kill mode you know and i was like i was hoping that we were gonna be able to get it better than we did but i literally had an opening i got up in there it was it was can i tell you about that hunt just yeah, a go little ahead. bit yeah go ahead so it was that was crazy so we get out there i killed a big one in iowa the, the one that was blind in the one eye weird deal and ended up uh getting out there to kansas and uh i see this these couple does off to the side there and i'm like oh shit there's a big ass rack laying below him well he heard the vehicle coming and laid down i mean this deer was eight nine year old deer you know, now that I know, I talked to a couple people there that's been seeing him. And he, he, that's how old, he was just an old, mature giant, you know, knew the lingo, right? I seen his damn rack below these does laying there. He got down and was laying on the ground. And I was just like, holy shit, big one, John, get the camera ready. And all of a sudden, them does kind of, you know, we slowed down a little too slow. And them does kind of took off on a little trot. Well, we start going. I just kept the vehicle going. And I'm like filming. And he got up, he stood up and started following them does. Well, we, there was a, there was like a little hill there. So I'm like, they're going to disappear. But if we keep going over the lip, when they come over that hill, we're going to, we have to see them. So I get going and down the road and all of a sudden I see the does come over the hill. He didn't follow. I knew he got up over that hill and in that blind little blind spot and laid down. And that's what he did. And we, we got up in a, I just sensed it. I was like, holy shit, he bedded there. We're going to. I'm going to sneak up there and see where he bedded. We're going to crawl in and kill this big bastard. And I didn't know how, I, I knew, I didn't know how big he was, but I knew he was a beautiful deer, but I knew, I knew he had to be laying down. We would have seen, him, you know what I'm saying? So we literally got up around, we got up around there and I crawled up on the hill. We, we were in kill mode. He was, he had the camera. I mean, we we're ready in case something happens um, and get up there. And I spot this big bastard laying right where I thought he would be, you know, and the wind's howling, the wind's picking up every second. It was, it's, you know, about 15, now it's 20, 20, 25, you know, gust 30. I'm like, holy shit, man, this is set up to kill this deer. And we get up, get up in there. And I just used, there was a, a clump of grass that was blocking his eye. And I made sure that big, thick clump of grass was blocking his eye, how I slithered up in there. And when we got up in there, there was like almost like his deer, his trail. I crawled up on his damn trail to kill him. And we got up literally from here to my, I killed him from here to my motor in my bass boat. And I literally, I seen just a little hole in the weeds that, that clump of grass is still blocking his view. He's quartering to me. So when it, you know, when the, when a deer's laying to you, when they, when they lay down, they'd roll their shoulder blades over. So you see their spine, you know, their spine's not on top of their back. It rolls over like this. He, that's how he was laying. 
and I seen that little opening. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to send that damn arrow. I'm going to take his spine out. I'm going to take a lung out. We're going to heart shoot. He's, we're going to shish about his ear. That was his little hiding spot. And you couldn't see it from any road. You had to be back in there. And I let that arrow go and he didn't move, obviously. So, you know, some people were like, what the hell? We didn't even see the deer. <laughs> well, he was batted there and he didn't move because I paralyzed him, you know. Yeah. Stuck shut him down, down right there. But yeah, he, he was all deer go to heaven after that. Hell yeah. So, <laughs> Hell of confidence going there on that big deer. That deer was 166. I don't really give a shit about the score, but I mean, it was a beautiful deer. Caught yeah. It. Yeah. 100, 166 inches if he wasn't broke as a mainframe like nine pointer like yeah. and he had just a small uh g4 you know yeah, absolutely Split. giant yeah you see a frame yeah. like that you're like whoo that's a big one yeah. that's a big one boys we got a 30 almost 30 inch beams dude 30 yeah. inch beams <laughs> yeah. The mask yeah sure. they they get big when they get a lot of points or long ass beams they got long ass beams or a lot of points yeah. the scores just goes up like crazy so all right, man. Exactly. Well, we'll uh, we'll Heck call yeah. we'll call her a wrap here and let you get back to fishing and and let you holler at your old lady. Yeah, yeah I mean, what, whatever. Yeah, we uh we appreciate no, you coming on and, and uh, spending some time with us. Yeah. No, absolutely. Hey, we'll do it again, man. Yeah, uh, you guys just give me a shout. We'll bullshit. I got all kinds of crazy stories we can bullshit about. So. All right. All right, guys. That right there is an absolute epic. <laughs> one that got away story if you guys have not seen the video of this you got to check it out um their dvds i know it's a dvd which is yeah, insane to even it. say but, but it's hey. so worth it it's just so off the wall incredible chancy's personality is so huge and and it's 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 almost as big as a deer that got away <laughs> yeah. in, in this episode but we really hope you guys are enjoying this series we're going to keep bringing them to you um, just absolutely incredible content I, that people haven't heard. And yeah. that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to show you that Chansey, a stone-cold absolute killer, in a moment had a little mess up. M you know, messed up on an absolute magnum, you know. <sighs> so we're all we're all out there trying to try, trying to get it done and uh we're all messing up that's the that's the meaning of this story and what do we what do we you know you're trying to learn something from this and mm -hmm. just try to be in the moment when you're when you're in there you know what i mean try to make the most of the time you got out there and uh don't get punked like you said don't <laughs> right? get punked by I, a, I think it was before the podcast we, we were talking and you're just talking about going and going and then you know right when you're ready to give up you just keep going that little bit extra and then boom next thing you know kill yeah like that's yep. that's where you're probably at right now. Yep. All right, guys. Well, you know what we're going to say. Try to leave a legacy. Always do the right thing. And don't let the one get away. <laughs>